Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 129. I hope you brought your appetites because we are diving into Pi Mary, season seven, episode nine. This one directed by Greg Daniels, co-creator of the show, written by Emma Fletcher and Rachna Fruitbaum. Original air date, February 12th, 2015. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I am Sean the Don. Actually, I said 12th. I'm pretty sure it's the 10th. I just can't read my own writing. Oh. Your twos look like zeros? Your zeros no, look I just, like twos? I, there's, there's stuff in the way. There's like a microphone. Aww. So I was kind of squinting through. But nevertheless. Sean the Don persist. or the Don Juan? The Don Juan. Oh, my dad called me that. Sean Don Juan. Oh. Oh, I thought there was more to that story than that. But in any case, we're... No, it's just like, Sean, it was just one of those baby names you give your baby. Sean Don Juan. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. often give babies my... Baby Franksies. Nicknames. Yeah, Baby Franksie. Yeah, baby Merlin. Baby Franksie. No, Wild Merlin. Wild Merlin. That's true. And, it's uh, it's Wild Merlin. To, uh, Joey, sing it. There's a whole song sing that it. goes along with it. We'll sing it off air. No, sing it now. Uh, all right. Well, when Merlin's being wild, we have or to do, not. We have Joey to do a little song that's no matter what. There's my wild Merlin. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? And there he is. Sometimes he's nearby. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he's not. He's the most tame he's ever been. And Joey like comes up the stairs singing that song, and I'm like, I've seen him, and he isn't wild at all. And then Franksy, meanwhile, mainly just gets inserted into the song "Georgie Girl" by the Seekers of "Hey There, Franksy Girl." She gets inserted into many songs, though, but that one a lot in the re- in the past year. Two syllables, just a good name to insert songs. If you have two syllables at home, let us know <laughs> what your favorite song you insert yourself into. Yeah. Mine is Rock You Like a Joey. Speaking of, I don't think we've said our names. I'm Joey. Yeah, we did say our names. Did we do? Okay. <laughs> I'm Haley, and he's Sean. Y'all, it's so hot Sean, in here. Sean so Don Juan. <laughs> Sean Don Juan, yeah. yeah, that's why we had this whole thing. Speaking of Rock You Like a Joey, these drinks have been rocking us like an alcoholic cocktail, Ooh, which who, they are. Who They're recommended called Fancy yours? 75s, recommended by friend of the podcast, Steph, a.k.a. Steph Infection, <laughs> a.k.a. Impossister. Sister. And Steph Infection. They're French 75s, which are... The, I literally didn't even look this up. I have, I'm not familiar with this drink. I was just told that it is gin, champagne, lemon juice, and simple syrup. It might, it might be lemon simple syrup. You're supposed to specifically have lemon simple syrup? I don't know, but we mixed it all together. It tastes good. The gin is the old Yopon gin from Treaty Oak Distilling, also friend of the podcast, and featured on an earlier episode of Parks and Rec. Very exciting stuff. Sean, what are you drinking on your end? I know you had a smorgasbord. Okay, so I went to spin class today, and on Friday nights at spin class, you get a free White Claw. So I had a White Claw Hard Seltzer Natural Lime, 5% alcohol by Valium. Valium? Like Valium? No. <laughs> Volume. Don't don't have Valium with it, Sean. Um, and, now, and I've had that, and then I've had six Fireball shots, 50 milliliters. A lot. 
A fireball shot. Um, and you were streaming before this. And I was streaming Fall Guys, and I made four finals in Fall Guys, choked in all four of them. Um, and if I want to Saw keep drinking, those, yeah. if I want to keep drinking, then I would open this wine bottle. It is Angel's Landing Reserve Cabernet. How do you say the second word? Sauvignon. Brilliant. Napa Valley. Chef's kiss. Yeah. And so if I want to keep drinking, I'm going to open that and we'll see where the night takes us. Fantastic. Hopefully it takes you to a trivia win, Sean, because you are down five to three. And my memory told me that this last episode was a two-parter. Because I'm certain there were 13 episodes when Parks and Rec originally aired. Oh, you're saying the last episode of the season. Yeah, the last episode of the season is... Actually, episode 12, but I believe when it aired, it was a two-parter episode 12, episode 13. But when we're looking ahead, it looks like there may just be three episodes three left. Episodes. Depending on what we're we want to do close. with that last episode. We're we'll that see. close. We'll see what we've got. But in the meantime, Sean, you have a chance to come back. You're down five to three in trivia. Ooh. Last week, if you recall, you scored zero points. Combined, <laughs> you scored zero points up until about... The last question. I know. We're really doing good. We were really putting the work in last week. Wait. Literally nowhere to go but up. Stephanie asked, do you like the French 75? Yes. There is a spice to it that I cannot figure out. Are you still streaming? No, no, no. I texted her. I texted her. Oh, nice. What the fuck? You texted him to drink something and not me? No. I got jealous. Poor Shawan. I think you just had to directly ask. Yeah, she didn't just give the recommendation. Joey said, any Rex, and she said, Parks and, and then she said, but (laughs) also. Oh, and then, yes, also. French something. I don't know what it's called. French. French 75. 75. Yeah, she said that. But yeah, there's a spice to it that I can't figure out. Um, But other than that, I like it. Um, And I I don't dislike that other part. I just can't put my finger on it, and so it's confusing me. Because Joey's like, "There's not, that's not happening." I'm like, "It's, it's happening in my glass." No, just pure refreshment for here. But Sean, quick reminder of trivia. I'm losing. For folks that have just tuned in, yes, Sean is losing. Also, Luna seven seven three two zero two. Yeah, you're losing five to three, so you're not down by too much. This is like a, I don't know, what sport has best of nines? I guess you'd still lose if it was best of nine. So. We'll try. Uh, we'll Not do another thing. analogy later. But I'm going to ask each of you three questions. If you know the answer, say it. If you don't know the answer, guess it. Simple. The other one gets a chance to steal. Yeah, you know the drill. You know the drill. We've done it once or twice. Sean, your first question. At the beginning of this episode, in the cold open, Craig is giving Ron a scavenger hunt. And he says that the scavenger hunt that he has created is the blank of scavenger hunts. The lady, I heard Lady Gaga. That is correct. Let's the go. Lady Gaga. Nice. Watch this episode before we recorded seven hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> the Lady Gaga scavenger hunt. A complete work of genius wrapped up in a disorienting mix of confusing cultural red herrings. Spot on, spot on. Sean with the early 1-0 lead. Here's Haley with her first question. Okay. What does Ben's campaign mix feature a surprising amount of? Mm-hmm. Um, is that a food a, mix? No, it's a female singer. And it's uh, Michelle Branch. She's everywhere to us, but not 
to this answer. Sean, for the steal. Is it Christina Aguilera? I really wish you were going to guess Vanessa Carlton. Those were the two I always mixed up as a child. But no, the answer is Pat Benatar. I wasn't going to get that. Singer of such jams, such as Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Love Is a Battlefield. Yeah, I feel like I was like relatively on track. I and was we thinking together. through like kind of 90s-ish and beforehand. No, that's Mariah Carey, Sean. <laughs> People. Still, valiant effort. You've got plenty of time to come back, though. I mean, whew. Sean, Leslie, this is your second question. Leslie is referencing the previous year's primary event. And she says that the losers are all women everywhere. But the winner was what? It's a type of pie. It's a type of pie? Yes. The winner of the pie, Mary, is a type of pie. Uh, 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 apple pie? It is incorrect, Haley. For the steal. Mm, I wish I knew. Uh, lemon meringue. Close. It was buttermilk meringue. No points, though. Half a point? You want half a point? I've never heard of lemon milk. We can give you half a point. No, buttermilk. I've never. Lemon milk, that's not a thing. Um, Maybe like a quarter point. Wait, how are you going to take. You said meringue. That's half. That's what I was saying. She got half the word. I mean. She has half a point. Yeah, okay. One to to half. (laughs) 1.12 to (laughs) 0.25. Fantastic. Haley, your second question. What is the name of Mike Patterson's show? Ooh. Who's Mike Patterson? He's the reporter. He's the guy. reporter he that like, butts in. Mike Patterson, and I swear he said Mike Pence. And immediately. And I just oh, couldn't stop I remember thinking Mike which he, Pence. I remember the, yeah. the, the what name else do you hate? Show. Baseball games? You remember the name of the show? Yeah. Well, fuck. Well, you might get a point. You'll then, get Sean. it. You'll get it. I won't. I have no idea. You'll figure it out. Um, You'll figure it out. I won't. You'll, you'll I get it. I have yeah. confidence in you. Oh, okay. Um, Mike <laughs> Patterson, the Pattern Master. No, that is incorrect, Sean, for the steal. The name of the show was No. You're wrong. Oh. Haley did say it out loud and chortled. <laughs> did I? Yes. <laughs> it's a while ago, and I was eating. Well, Sean with a the taco. two point one four lead. <laughs> No, the two to one and a half. Two to half. I have the pilot. That's 3.14. Two to half, yes. Two one four is down. We'll we'll get into that later, Sean. Your third question really have a chance to to drive it home here. Just so far into this already. According to Jerry, what is the B word? Bozo. That is correct. Oh. A clown. The only answer I've firmly known. Three to half lead, Haley. Just just give us some good effort here. You should get this one because you also said this one out loud. I mean, as it happened. But how often does Ron change the locks on his home door? Every 16 days. That is correct. A very frequent time to yeah. change. And Basically I said twice that's a month. too frequent. And Joey said, it's Ron. And I said, I don't think Diane would be on board with that. That's true. But when he first gave... April, those keys. Yes, but then he says, I changed my locks every 16 days. He didn't say, until I met Diane, I changed my locks every 16 days. Maybe it's days. implied. But you know what? We haven't seen Diane in upwards of a full year. I know. Where's well, she at? Really, like three years. Yeah. Their time. Do they even Maybe she's finally taking care of her kids and not putting them off on Ron, <laughs> who's, those kids aren't his. <laughs> I mean, they're his. They're married. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's in it. So like but I said. Not to win it. Sean, what happened this episode? I watched this episode, let's say, eight hours ago. Um, So I'm going to need a lot of help from Haley on this one. Let's see. Um, So the uh, Ben White, he's running for Congress. And the premise of the episode, why it's called Pie Mary. So the wives of the congressional candidates in uh, Indiana, they normally compete in a pie baking contest. Um, which Leslie's like, man, fuck that shit. I don't want to do that. She's too busy. She ain't yeah. gonna do that. She ain't gonna make but no then, pies. What type of pie do you think Leslie would make? She said she's gonna make some. What's the most American pie? I mean, the nineteen seventy one song cherry, by Don McLean. <laughs> but I feel like um, apple pie is like what everyone says. Like sweet as apple yeah, pie. Warm apple pie is the pie from American Pie, the movie. And I believe in the song American Pie says, if only I had an apple pie, perhaps the music would not have died. Hmm. It's in the sixth verse. Most people are tuning out by then. So anyway, um, maybe, I I don't know. She might make apple. I'm going to say she'd make a blackberry pie. Ben has all the ingredients, including whipped cream for baking and whipped cream for pouring directly into her mouth. Which is smart. Which is good. So, Much more satisfying if it's in the canister <laughs> instead of like a you know a thing of Cool Whip that you're just scooping out. You want that, you want that nozzle. So Jen Barkley, Jen Barkley gave him a pep talk like, "All right, Leslie, you know, no, she's gonna they'll talk to Ben like, hey, the wife needs to be like, you know, out of the way just because the uh, the voters, yeah, for some reason care about this shit, and they Ben and Leslie try to cut the voters on slack, but." They weren't right. And while Ben is over at their house, she's wearing a poncho because there's so much sticky stuff in their house. And at one point, a child runs by Jim Barkley with a paint roller full of blue paint. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, what's going on there? And it brushes against Jim Barkley so she gets blue paint on the the poncho. But then that's that's why she screams to it. Look! Poncho! <laughs> I do love her terror anytime there's a child running. Yeah. By. She's like, ah! And then she gets up and she's like, Poncho. Uh, like, I'm so smart. <laughs> well, she is. Yeah. So she's basically like, Leslie, you need to chill out because you're Leslie and that's not what America wants for their congressman wife. And they're like, pish posh, it will be fine. But then. She's like not going to be in this pie contest, and it she's is just going to stay in that, stay out of way. She wants to stay out of the way, and I'm not going to do this pie contest. But then she starts getting hit up by all these dudes at a press conference for Ben. Uh, like this dude, okay, what's his name again? Patterson, Mike Patterson. He uh, yes. So there's a small, a very small crowd. There's plenty of room, and this made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and he's like, they're asking her questions. She's like, she's answering them, and then he comes running out of nowhere. Like, excuse me, excuse me, bumping into people through the middle of the crowd when there was so much room to walk around. (laughs) (laughs) And then they start, he starts asking her how much she hates family tradition because she's not making a pie and very sexist stuff like that. And and Ben and Leslie are very confused, like, what? 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 I don't understand. And so I, they come to the conclusion, I guess 
Leslie needs to do this pie contest to get some voters. But then they get a ring at the doorbell. They open the door, and it's the lady from the good place. That was the uh, that was the medium lady. I can't Mary Beth Monroe. <laughs> but that was Mindy St. Clair as well as Alice Murphy on Workaholics. Oh, never saw ah. Workaholics. Mindy St. Clair. That's how I remember because she was addicted to cocaine, and but she was in the middle. Because, She's like an '80s office woman. But and she was like big time feminist in charge of the IOW. I don't remember that, what that was. That's Let, the Indiana Organization for Women, Sean, and you should know that. Leslie thought she was there to award women, no, to award Leslie for Woman of the, the Year. Woman of the Year Award. <laughs> she had the speech ready in her back pocket. But no, she was there to praise Leslie for not doing a pie contest, but then Leslie's like, I'm actually going to do it so I can help Ben. But she's like, well, we she's were... She's like, my husband is... Like, all about women's rights. And then Ben walks in saying the most sexist shit, just joking <laughs> around. Hey, you need to get back in the kitchen and cook up some pie. Time to get bacon. Daddy won't pie. <laughs> yeah, like, at first he was, it was legit because it was time to get bacon. He's like, oven's preheated. It's time to get bacon. And then, of course, he ends it by rubbing his belly and saying, daddy won't pie. <laughs> and then he's like, hi, I'm Ben. And the lady is not pleased. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't like that Leslie's going to go ahead and do this pie contest. And she says that they are going to protest if Leslie does participate. So she's damned if she does or if she doesn't. If she darned. So now Leslie's screwed because there's this one lady. I don't know who the... She's she's Ben's main competitor's wife. And she's going on the Mike Patterson show and talking about how Leslie doesn't like families, I guess. Or pie. Uh, and then there's the other lady, Minnie St. Clair, from The Good Place, saying, Leslie is not about that femi- feminism feminism life like she says she is. So they're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. And so uh, Jen Barkley's like, see, told you. Um, so they got to figure out what they want to do. Uh, meanwhile, while all of this is going on, uh, April tells Ron that... She- She's going to accept a job in D.C., so the only bad part is that she has to move. Um, Ron's, like, very short with her, but, like, kind of congratulates her and says, hey, I need you to return my house key that I gave you as my assistant for emergencies only back, you know, seven, eight years ago or whatever. And Leslie's like, okay. I'm not Leslie. April's like, okay. She has no clue where that key is. Um, apparently, she created a scavenger hunt for herself uh, where she hid, hid it under... A piece of tile in the parts and rec office, <clears throat> and they they banged through and got the box, and it's all, the only thing that were in there were her teeth and a note. And so it says something like, "If you think you're gonna find Ron's house skin here, you're mistaken," or like something like that. So Andy's excited, it's like it's your teeth. <laughs> uh, April's freaking out. She's like, "I lost Ron's key in a government building," and like so, but she created clues for herself and so i I totally skipped up the code open of the show was which was mentioned in the trivia was um uh billy on the street craig he uh created a pawnee scavenger hunt and ron figured it out after looking at the map he didn't even have to go on the hunt he just figured it out looking at the codes and the map and everything so because if we remember from past episodes uh ron loves like a scavenger puzzle hunt thing so 
Um, so April goes to tell Ron that, hey, I don't know where your key is. I only left myself these clues. That gets Ron super excited because he loves puzzles. He loves scavenger hunts. Immediately leaves work, grabs his backpack that he has stored away, (laughs) and is on the move. So that's where April, Ron, and Andy are. We had no time for two straight episodes. I wonder what's going on there. Um, It's probably filming Master of None, would be my guess. Oh. So they go around... I don't remember. They they go to oh we saw Harris. We saw Harris and Brett for the first time in a long time. Uh, they went down there looking for the shoe shine stand because the shoe shine stand got moved. And then that was one of the clues because and April had a big crush on Andy uh, that she left a note. <laughs> um, and Harris is down wow. there with like this thing on his head that squeezes his head, and they're testing it out to see how far can they squeeze his head to where his eyes bulge out, but he doesn't start bleeding. Is that correct but he doesn't die yeah in a wild unfortunate coincidence he died seven days after this episode aired oh i did not know that nine days nine days sorry nine days after the episode aired yeah Yeah. so not only from overdose what would he die from from an alleged heroin overdose damn it harris yeah well, okay. Well, I will try so to what continue. What a crazy, like, not quite foreshadowing, but, Ooh. you know, so coincidence. They're down there. They're probably high or acting high. And yeah. They, uh, Their scene is really cute because they're like, we don't live down here. We're we best friends. We don't live down here. <laughs> and we're best friends, dude. There's like, bunk beds and there's like, oh, we don't sleep together. I'm like, what? I think he even said... We definitely don't still do live down here. <laughs> like they've been caught living down there before. Um, and then he's like, "How could we have the same dream? Like this weird ghost dream?" And then he's like, "We're just best friends, dude." And then they're both like, "Yeah." They both say that they sleep together, but not like that. <laughs> yeah, the whole exchange is great. Very cute. It's perfect. So they say the next clue that they get, they're able to give it is like a guy who's old and had a black hair came down here and he didn't want to speak to Brett, but it was fine speaking to Harris. And so they had to figure out who's a racist dude with black hair. And they figured out it was one of the councilmen. Councilman Uh, Milton. Councilman Milton, who had the, uh, he had the, uh, the Shushan stand. Oh, sorry. Yes. Previously had the kiss with Leslie way earlier. Oh, I forgot all about that. It's also our uh, our did you notice? Oh, of the episode, and I I assume both of you noticed this. I thought it was pretty obvious. Is outside of Councilman Milton's office, the braille on the door reads two hundred two, not two hundred six, which is what the printed number reads. Oh, I noticed that. I did not notice that. Super easy. Yeah, we, child's we play. In fact, I almost didn't put that. it because it's like so obvious. But I guess right. Sean didn't notice. So, oh well, so I'm glad you put it in. Well, there you go. Sean. I didn't notice. <clears throat> Anyways, um, there was a note in the shoe shine stand, and it says something, something, something. <laughs> woof, woof. It says like, <laughs> "Hey, Andy, you're cool." I like you. Woof, woof. And Andy's like, oh, my God, you were crushing on me so hard, babe. 
Yeah. And then she's so sad. So then after Ron, Ron's like, come see me in my office. This is a like this is a dead end. Come see me in my office. And he leaves. And April's like distraught. And then Andy hugs her and he's like, if it makes you feel any better, I had a crush on you too. We're like, duh. But also, she's like, it does make me feel better. But she had to remind her, like, hey, we got married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole time he's making fun of her because she had a big crush on him. And she's like, you're my husband. <laughs> um, if it, she goes to Ron's office, Ron has poured, I, I believe, whiskey for her for giving her one of the first puzzles that he cannot solve. And after drinking a whiskey, he's giving her like a pep talk or whatever. And she has like an epiphany. Like, uh, Oh, cause he tells her, no, cause he's making fun of her too. He's like, and you had such a crush on Andy. Woof, woof. And then she's like, <gasps> I know where the key is. So we next see them out in the park by a tree, um, digging up a box that had the key. Wait, before that, that's when Ron admitted to her, like, um, I switch my locks every 16 days, so it's fine that you can't find the key. It doesn't work anymore. Um, but she finds the key. They dig it up. Uh, and he was like, how'd you know? He's like, woof, woof, bark, tree bark. And so this was her favorite tree. And then Ron. <laughs> she says it reminds her of Ron because it's like sturdy. No, it's like strong. Oh, shoot. It's strong. And what else? Old. It's strong and quiet, and it's always there for me. Yeah, when she needs it. More sentimental than I thought. Um, <laughs> and then after that, Ron speaks to the camera like uh, he knew he liked uh, April from the start because he also has some gold buried underneath the tree, the same tree, or maybe he does or doesn't. Or maybe he doesn't have gold at, at all. He was getting very nervous as he was. Yeah, he admitted this and now tries to backtrack. Maybe the gold yeah. doesn't exist. And we're like, so you're probably going to dig this gold up later. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets nervous in front of the camera. So that was the end of that. Uh, the other sto- storyline is um, Jerry. Okay, Gary. This is, I haven't been frustrated with Gary a lot, but today I was frustrated with Gary. Oh yeah, the second thing that happened, I was just like, "Come on!" Like, come on! Now, now you're just you're just doing it on purpose. So while April was looking for the uh, the key, she went and had a box. Um, they're in the courtyard, and a box of stuff that she had hidden, which included Jerry's Gary's wedding ring and it's, Tom's keys. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, That's I got this from stuff. the grate right here in the courtyard that you lost." Um, but she never told him about it. Um, Apparently, she just hides boxes all over town. Yeah, it was behind the vending machine or something like that. Um, and so Gary and Donna are still out here. Why did they go to the grape for the first time? Okay, so hold on. Before we keep going down this train, the whole reason that April doesn't know where the key is because she thinks it's in that first box, but she had gotten her wisdom teeth pulled and she was super high. So she took it out of that box, put her teeth into the box that had been pulled and then proceeded to move it. Okay. So that's that. So they go over to the grate because he's like, I would love to have my ring back. And so they just kind of met in the middle of the courtyard between where they two were. And she handed it to him. And I guess Donna was in the courtyard by this. No, she wasn't there yet. 
so she handed it to Jerry, and then he's talking about it. And I guess he dropped. Did he drop it right then, or did he drop it later? What his his wedding ring? Yeah, maybe, probably, because it it was stupid. I didn't like this scene. So Gary, yeah, like, I think they just met in the middle, and she was like, "Okay, bye." Oh, she told him a really nice thing. April did, and then. Andy was like, come on, babe, let's keep looking. And then she was like, okay, never mind, Gary. Forget everything. You suck. And she left. And I think that's when he drops it. Yeah. Um, so he's standing by this grate and he's using a flip phone in 2017 to shine a flashlight down in the grate so he can see where he can grab. Even though his fingers don't even fit in the grate um, to try to pull out whatever he, his wedding ring. And he drops his phone, and then he says, "Well, he I can." He had u-. already dropped his keys. Yeah, he dropped his keys off screen. And so he tries to use his credit card and his driver's license. Oh, to- but by this time, Donna's there, and she's like, "What are you doing, Gary?" I don't know why she showed up. She just showed up for something. She brought. She was there with April because she said something to April. It doesn't matter. So then she's enjoying this trip down memory lane. So he takes out his id and only credit card and he vocalizes that oh, i'll just use my id and only credit card and drops that in of course he's just dropping everything down there immediately like it's and donna's like the nostalgia for her is what's making her crack up she's loving every how clumsy he is and he, he's like at least i still have my passport and i'm guessing i guess she, she gives him a ride home but he's like really well, worried he's jerry super gary's super worried because Gail's going to be super disappointed in him. She's going to call she, like, him. She orders dinner and they do this. Like they're there for <laughs> hours, dude. Yeah. Shit. They were eating Chinese <laughs> or some food while they were out there. Which like, it's getting dark. Yeah. But Jerry's scared because Gail's going to call him names like Bozo and, you know. Oh, because he also lost his replacement wedding ring. Yeah. Because he had a wedding ring and he lost that one, too. He took it off to tell Donna that Gail would be so mad. She was like, man, good thing I still have this replacement. Whoop, down the grate. That's when I exclaimed, I think. Like, come like, on. Why are you standing over it, dude? He loses everything. So I'm guessing Donna gives him a ride home. But the next morning, yeah, she does. Donna is uh, at Jerry's house and he answers the door. And she has a Ziploc bag full of everything that was in that grate because she called one of the maintenance workers to come and. I was just like, why can't you just pull up the grate? Grates are normally... You don't- I was thinking that the whole time. <laughs> just open it. It might be like screwed in, but like get a drill. Exactly. Um, but, you know, they didn't do that. They Although, I dropped... Uh, I was at work the other day cleaning uh, a swimming pool with a vacuum. And then I was cleaning out the vacuum filter over a grate in the pump room. And I dropped the bag and this, like I've worked at that facility for seven years and nothing like this has ever happened to me at all. In the seven years I've worked there, the bag from like the pressure of the water, like jutted out to the side, fell down a hole that was in the grate and just shot down to the bottom of it. And I was like, Oh no. And then me and another lifeguard spent probably a good, like 15 minutes trying to get it out. And we were doing the same thing. We were definitely trying to like chopstick it, not with our IDs and only credit cards, but with like two poles. 
Uh, and eventually, because the, the thing is we, that great, you could lift up, but we couldn't lift it up because someone had inserted a pipe through it at an angle. And we were like, okay, cool. So you can no longer move this because they have like inserted and then like affixed this pipe to this Did other thing. Did they drop thing. something else in there and they were using a pipe to try and get it out and got it stuck? No, it was like a pipe that was then attached to something else. I don't, I don't know what it does. I don't remember right now. I can probably look and tell you, but, uh, yeah. So for whatever reason, they were like, let's put this through the grate so that no one can lift this grate back up later. I was like, that's cool. If I continue to lift this, I'm going to like break that thing. But eventually we were able to get it out. It was just, it was absurd. So it does happen. It happens. Uh, yeah. And it was probably, it was like four feet down, like three feet between three and four feet down. So it was like, I couldn't just reach my arm through the hole and reach it. I had to use other tools because the hole is large enough. I could have reached my arm through, but my arm is not four feet long. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Donna gives all the Jerry's his stuff back and she thanks Jerry. I keep calling him Jerry because I'm going to call him Jerry. She thanks Jerry for taking it for the good times and the nostalgia because it's been three years since they hung out. And she gives him a fresh bag of oranges because he said that Carol always makes fun of Gail. Him. You know, names, man. Gail always makes fun of him and makes him go get the oranges. For their the fresh, fresh oranges orange juice morningly. Yeah. Because they <laughs> had orge. bacon and toast. Orge. Toast and bacon. What is it? African bacon and eggs and toast. Yeah, whatever their breakfast song is. I don't think orange juice is mentioned in that it's song. It's not, but yeah. like presumably they have fresh freeze orange juice with that meal because he says they're... Because he says they're daily orange juice. Those are the, the April finding the key and then Jerry getting the stuff back. Those are the two subplots. The main plot back to Leslie and Ben and Jen Barkley. Uh, they, Leslie, they, they were watching the Patterson guy show at home. And Jen Barkley's like, yep, see, I told you, you're giving Indiana voters too much credit. So what they decide to do, they come up with a game plan that Ben... It's actually going to enter into the pie making contest, <laughs> but we're just barely into that plot somehow. <laughs> it just occurred to me that, like, I don't know. I just feel like we should have already been done, but we're not. <laughs> All right, Ben. Ben, <clears throat> and Ben, while he's thinking about this, is singing the Danger Zone song for, uh, I guess for for his his thought process and so um so yeah we're gonna go all the way into the calzone zone because instead of making a pie ben's an expert at making calzones so they're gonna go even though they betrayed him the last time we saw ben with calzones one of the times last time he loves calzones so he's gonna enter the pie eating contest but with a calzone leslie's like all right um and then ben's like but what if it isn't Actual, I don't know. He was gonna go really meta with it, and Leslie's like, "We might." It wasn't crazy Leslie this episode. It was re- normal Leslie. It was crazy Ben. He was, was talking about <laughs> what if you have a crust on the bottom, then filling, then crust on top. What is that? what do you call that? Leslie's like a pie. <laughs> She's all excited. Like, yeah, a pie. <laughs> and Ben's like a calzone. Do do do. So he makes a savory pie, is what I think they end up calling it later. So they go to the contest, and right before he speaks, these protesters. So there's three. There's the protesters that 
the the I O W, but they didn't say anything because once they found out Ben was in the contest, they're like, all right, we'll step back. And then there was a lady that was the uh, Patterson's husband and Patterson's wife and her people. And then there was these this group of dudes that came straight out of like the little rascals, like the he man woman hater club dudes. They're like all the the uh, like the feminism quotes they use it for dudes, mm-hmm. and it was they're led by uh, Chris Gethard. That's the mailman, Chris Gethard. I always saw his name like I'm like, it's Gethard. Are you sure it's, it's not? Get hard? It's not get hard, Sean. That's that's for it's you. It's a movie. Yeah, he had a, he had a that's show true. on uh, Adult Swim. I was like, is this the Chris Gethard or Chris Gethard? What what are we doing here? Um, he uh he speaks to that in the show. <laughs> but he's coming it's in. Be, they, he has aired, in fact. What? No. Go Joey ahead. was making a silly joke. Chris Gethard comes on with picket signs, all about. What's the opposite of feminism? Minimalism? Min- minimism? <laughs> Anyways, that, that Leslie's, oh, you know, not allowing Ben to speak and made Ben join this or whatever. And so they have a real crisis on their hands. And so. Uh, yeah, there's like five different protest groups because there's like the family values group. There's the anti, the oh, yeah. women against the feminism. And then there's group. like the men. With the dude. The family values group with the husband that's very flamboyant. I'm like, are we sure what's going on there? Anyways, um, and so Ben and Leslie are trying to figure out what to do, and Jim Burks is like, hey, just apologize, and it'll, it'll be over with. And so Leslie writes up an apology. She's down just because she wants Ben to be a congressman, but Ben's like, nah, apologize for what? And so they hold a press conference for the apology, but before the Leslie can apologize, Ben gets up there and says, I'm not going to ha- allow her to speak or something. Which <laughs> He's not... like, that sounds bad. But that's <laughs> not what I mean. <laughs> and so he stopped because the apology was written out. Leslie was going to read the script. Um, but then he apologizes for not apologizing, really. Like they said, you can you can be a woman and you can be work and have your kids in daycare and not know how to make pie or make a pie and not take your kids. Like you can be, you're free to be who you are as far as a parent, a working mother goes. And so, or you cannot be a working mother. Yeah. Like they just lay a lot of options down. They get 50% yays, 50% boos at this press conference. Uh, and then the, uh, Chris gather comes. It's like, boo, you're not letting Ben speak. And Ben's like, I just, we he just spoke. You just missed it. <laughs> He's like, oh, he was busy doing something. His bicycle chain broke. <laughs> um, and so that kind of ends there. That plot is just like, oh, they so they got fifty percent support, and we'll see how it goes going forward. Well, what a great recap there, Sean, and almost a perfect segue. We're talking about fifty-fifty, and if you take away a zero from 50 you get top five we'll be caught up in the top five take away a zero and you put a t and a p around it we'll be caught up in the (laughs) it's it's my turn for top five and as you may have noticed this episode is called primary 
And top so five pies? The top five Marys. No, top five pies. Yes, do top five Marys. Very simple. I don't know if I can Bloody Mary. Uh, seventh Heaven. Jessica Beale Mary. Proud Mary. I don't think Credence Jessica Clearwater Beale's Revival. Mary Poppins. No order here. Um, Mary Go Rounds. And Mary Christmas. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Honorable mention to Merry Christmas. We'll so that was our top five there. Marys. And now here's the top five pies. I believe we've discussed pies. I think we've done top five cakes in the past, but according to the archives, we according have not to done top five pies. So let's get it going with the top five pies. I will specify these are all dessert pies. We're not going to do any kind of meat pizza pie. pie. Yeah, no meat pie, no sweetie pie, no sugar pie, honey bunch, no four tops. Or the uh, the same old song, which is literally the same song. Four Tops were like, hey, we had a hit with Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Let's make a song called The Same Old Song <laughs> that is literally the same rhythm and almost and the same lyric, the name. lyrical style. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. Number Levi Stubbs. Number five. Number five is the American pie we were talking about earlier, apple pie. I also probably should have prefaced this that I'm not the biggest fan of pies. I, I, I will have like a sweet potato pie or a pumpkin pie around Thanksgiving. Oddly enough, neither one of those are going to make this list, though. It's a tradition, but it's not an enjoyable one. It's kind of weird. I was just going to say, I've only really had apple pie like once. Yeah, apple pie apple pie good, though. is lower on the list because leftover apple pie, not as good as leftovers of some of these other ones. Like you got to have the apple pie That's right true. out of the oven. You got to be hot. You got to have that. That crust on the top, if you're letting it sit a couple days, apples are getting mushy. And the flavor is just disappearing a little bit into... Number four. Number four is a black and blue pie, which is made from huckleberries and blackberries. Is it painful? Hmm. Maybe. But not for me. It's delightful for me as I eat it. You could probably throw in blueberries instead of... Or I'm sorry, blackberries instead of huckleberries. Is that what I said? Yeah, huckleberries. You can do a blackberry and blueberry pie is what I'm saying. Two berries. Both of them are great by themselves too. So why not just combine the two into a black and blue? Bonus points. Listen to the Backstreet Boys album of the same name while you're eating it. Number three. Number three is a newer creation for me prior to moving to Texas. I don't think I ever had a chess pie before. Oh, God. It's a Southern thing. It's so good. It's so good. And I am glad that I have been introduced to it, but it really didn't make its way up into Chicago. There might have been like an icebox type of pie, which I think someone tried to like pass off as a chess pie. Those are different types of pies. Give me a chess pie. Icebox pies are also good, but give me a chess pie. There's different types, but the chess, the chess pie I like is a buttermilk chess pie. Um, it's so much sugar, but... um. It's great. Like you, you, you will feel the pain afterwards. Your stomach will be like. Why is it called a chess pie? Like, what does that mean? It's not from like out here is playing checkers. I don't know why it's called a chess pie. It's not like chess. Uh It's chess. Like you're playing the board game chess. Um, I don't know why it's called that, but um, it is my favorite dessert pie that exists. Thanks. If Sean was doing this list, it would be number one. Yes, buttermilk pie is number one for me. According to the Washington Post, this is an excerpt. I'm not even clicking into this article, which 
has such a long name that it's not even it doesn't even fully show up on Google. It appears to be I wanted the real story behind Chess Pie's name, but no one wanted to talk about it. That's what I would have to guess from the Washington Post. During a time when pecans and other nuts were hard to come by, she made a sugar pie. Who knows who she is? Combined eggs, sugar, flour, or cornmeal, butter, and spices or citrus to cut the sweetness. Asked what kind of pie she had made, the woman replied, oh, it's just pie. And so supposedly the name Chess Pie was coined. Because she said just pie, but just pie. with, okay, a, with I get a draw. It. So it like doesn't have it's just pie. Nuts, so it's, it's just pie. It's a sugar pie. I get it. Okay. So maybe Haley, it is Haley, a sugar pie. Honey Haley, Haley, say just pie, but in your southern accent. Just pie. Uh, it could be just pie. What you mean, Shawnee? You want me to say just pie? Because <laughs> I said just pie. Yep. Now you that's want me to say how, chess pie? No, it's chess no, and chess you, pie. You, you solved it for me. Perfect. Number two. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I waffled back and forth on number two and number one a lot here. Was it a waffle pie? Great selections. Number Mm -hmm. two was a waffle pie. Number one, a pancake pie. Top five. (laughs) Oh, and syrup. Now, number two, we're going to make the last minute decision a key lime pie. I guessed that this would be number three. If only because it can leave a bitter taste in your mouth, because that's what limes do. They have bitter taste, bitter aftertaste. But the key lime pie itself is very delightful. I, in college, learned the delights of key lime pie, would often buy Marie Callender pies or some other frozen key lime pie, and, you know, you have fast metabolism in college, so I'll eat that whole pie in a sitting. Why not? Put some whipped cream on it. Not really in a sitting, in a weekend, but too fast. Still too fast, too furious. Sean has been holding up a thumbs down this entire time because Sean hates anything to do with the state of Florida. When I think of Joey and pie, I think key lime. Sean, why are you uh, aggressively putting your you, thumb down? Key lime pie over a chess pie? What the? What? What? I gotta get me some of this chess pie. It's great. Um, yeah, but key lime? Eesh. Florida Keys? All right. Um, number one! <laughs> <laughs> number one is a peanut butter and chocolate pie. And this can go in a variety of ways. You can have kind of a a chocolate sort of base layer, a chocolate crust, if you will, with more of a peanut butter mousse type of pie filling itself. You can also... What'd you call me? Do a... I called you a mousse? (laughs) Uh, You could also have uh, chocolate with just like peanut butter spread on top or, or... I was going to say sprinkled on top. You don't really sprinkle peanut butter, but no. Uh, thru- thrusted on top. You peanut could put, chips. yeah, you could put peanut butter chips. Uh, you could put Chocolate peanut butter chips. crust. Uh, mm, I don't know if you could do that. It'll, it'll be a really unsolid pizza because, a again, pizza. peanut butter is not really, what did I say? Pizza? A piece, a piece of pie. A, a pizza, pizza pie. pie. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's, how, right. yeah, that's amore. There you go. Top five. Top five. Joey was caught up in the top five. My voice didn't want to do that falsetto. It hurt. Hurt a lot. That's probably all the sweet, sweet gin. Speaking of sweet, sweet gin, as we mentioned, this episode called Pie Mary, which segues nicely into categories 
which is Mary's or Pies. And Joey already did both of them for his top five. It's actually neither one of those. Yeah. Cat categories. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Cat categories. Okay. This is, this is a little bit of a stretch, but bear with me, please. Uh-huh. Types of bears. No. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, the Pie Mary contest, as ridiculous as it sounds, is actually based off of a real thing. Ooh, and while we're talking about pie, by the time this episode airs, it will already have been Pie Day. That's correct. Pie Day, March 14th. I hope you have set forward your clocks. You've sprung forward an hour or else. Oof, it's been a rough few days for you. I'm, I'm always sprung forward. Disgusting, Sean. Now, <laughs> actually, before we get into categories here, let's do the quote of the episode because we didn't do it. We mentioned Daddy Want Pie. Haley was also a fan of Donna saying, you only get to see the second Twilight for the seventh time once, which is very good. But I think the best episode, I think we'll all agree on it, is the that we can episode. all agree that no one likes Leslie Nope. But the question <laughs> is, why? Yeah, I told Joe, that was the other Joan quote I Calamezzo liked. on her. And he was like, what? Show. And then we had to rewind it. And then I made a noise. We had to rewind it yeah. again. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't quite hear it. I didn't see it. Let me rewind it. And then Haley waited a good 15 seconds. And then as soon as it cut to the scene, she's like, let me crinkle up this bag of chips. <laughs> so you can't so hear anything. But she's I she's not ashamed about several it. Times. Times. Yeah, but I needed to. No, needed not to, at all. I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> but in any case, in any case. I can imagine it happening. <laughs> the primary is a parody of the family circles first lady cookie contest Mm. where first lady cookie recipes from incumbent and potential presidential spouses are pitted ones are pitted against one another tasted and voted on by family circle readers i need to head over there so i can we can start Haley's first stream of man eater yeah don't know why that was brought up now but the (laughs) cookie Someone that enjoys a lot of cookies is often referred to as a cookie monster. Yeah. Which, as we know, is a mainstay of the show Sesame Street. I swear so let's we've done do... this category. We've done Sesame Street characters. I Are you kidding me? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Guys, we... am I just crazy? Do I, like, dream that we do categories in my head? Because I feel like every time we say something, I'm like, we've done that. We've well, done that. if okay, that. listener, if you can find the episode where we did this before... Bring it up, and Sean will give you a special prize. But if you can't, because we, this is the first time we're doing this. And because we've never done it, and I'm just crazy. <laughs> I don't think we have, because okay. I feel very unconfident, and I usually pick categories I guess that I think crazy. I know. Oh, Joey's well, going first. Good to know the friggin' secret. Mm-hmm. I'll go first with Cookie Monster. <sighs> Joey. Big Bird. Grover. Oscar the Grouch. Elmo. Oh no. Um shit. Oh, I had Elmo. Oh no. Um no, there's a Muppets. Those aren't Sesame Street. Folks. I know, I keep I know, that. I'm also thinking of Muppets. <laughs> Maybe we did Muppets. Um I Yeah, I think we did Maybe Muppets. There there's yeah. other monsters. Um I c I can't get them mixed up. Um shit. No. Uh oh, Bert. Ernie. Are those those are they're not Muppets? No. Okay. I wasn't. That was those two. I was like on the border of not knowing for sure which way they went. There's one I that's, can. That's ouch. a pretty accurate description well, of fact. That. Uh, there's one I can picture, but I can't name. 
So I'm going to go with The Count. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Whoa. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. What is Elmo's fish name? The fish has a name. Miss Piggy. No, that's a Muppet. Oh, no, a Muppet. no, no, no. You're right. You're right. And not a fish. I I lose. I lose on this one because we'd said all the big hitters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did we say Snuffleupagus? We did not. No. That was the one I was thinking of. So now, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> it was. Okay. I, feel uh, like I just saw one where it was uh, it was a minor character, and they were doing a bunch of um, a bunch of bloopers with them, which I thought was pretty good because something was like supposed to come out, and they were just like in character doing it. I'll. This might be a little bit of a stretch, but how about David Diggs from the Super Bowl commercial, and he will surely be named an honorary member of Sesame Street. Because of how enjoyable that commercial was. Did I see that commercial? I don't know. I don't know either. That girl, there's like a girl on Sesame Street, and I feel like her name's like Susie or something. Like something less, uh, you know, not, it's more of a human name, less of like Cookie Monster or The Grouch. There is a Susie Kabloozy. Nice. Surely you were thinking. She appeared in regular Sesame Street inserts. Yeah. Okay. Show okay. me what she looks like. Oh, actually, that's not who I. That's not who <laughs> I was thinking of. But good to know. So I lose. I actually looked up what Elmo's fish name. What is it? It's Dorothy. And I was thinking Dory, but I knew it wasn't oh. Dory because Dory was Pixar. Yeah. Cat categories. Beautiful work all around, everyone. Yeah. Was that close? Sean was my prediction trivia. close? Pie Mary? They didn't throw a Hail Mary? Uh. <laughs> no. I, they kind of <laughs> did throw a Hail Mary, though, in, in a little bit of a way, in a sense that they were like expected to follow suit of everybody's plans, including Jen Barkley. Hmm. Barkley? Berkeley? And then they were like, nah, we're going to do this other thing, and it seemed like it kind of worked out. Not to harp too much on the Sesame Street characters, but according to the rap, here are the top 13 Kay. Sesame Street characters. We can see how many we missed. Abby Cadabby. Is, is she orange? Oh, you don't have a picture. Oh, no. She's like pinkish. Yeah. Yeah. Telly. It looks like just sad Elmo. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch Sesame oh, Street yeah, that, that much. I don't other remember. Zoe. Oh, Zoe. Yellow, I still got Zoe. Yellow monster. Rosita. Mm-hmm. Well, he's showing me them. I'm Snuffle like, oh, yeah, I've we got seen Bert them. And Ernie he's, show, he's showing me too. Grover, oh, the nice. Count, I Oscar the Grouch, on. Cookie Monster, Big Bird, and Elmo. So we did get most of them. I should have got Zoe. Most Ooh. of the important Zoe's ones. Zoe's like there. Elmo's like homegirl. Yeah. Well, next time, Sean. Cat Tagores. Cat Cat Tagore. I know. We already did it. We already did it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're almost did it with this episode. Yeah. I have to oh. remind my friends that I have a uh, ice bucket challenge to do at your residence because we don't have a dunk, we don't have a uh, dunk booth. Yeah, we just have an ice bucket challenge, and then whatever we have to do for this one, we still haven't figured it out. We got three episodes left to figure it out. It's only three. There's only three, dude. Wow, that. Well, unless we split the last one, but it's on the DVD. It's one episode. I don't know what it's like on Peacock, but um. 
Yeah, there's only three. Wow. Yeah. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But the bridge we're crossing now is having Sean guess what the next episode is about. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I got it. Give it to me. We will only give you the title, Sean, and you will do your best to get it right. I got it. Let's, you, He's got it. You're confident. You got a D minus last time. Let's see if we can <laughs> get it up to a D plus here with the Johnny Karate Super Awesome Musical Explosion Show. Go. Obviously, this episode's going to be centered around Andy. He's going to screw something up. He got a big performance coming on. And if he does it right, he's going to be picked up by a network uh, that's going to pay him so much money. So he got to do the big musical and he got to get help from him. Oh, that's the alarm. Okay. Well, we'll have to see if that is, in fact, the correct answer slash plot for next episode. Yeah, we'll find out. It sounds celebratory, which... Makes me think about the fact that my birthday was just not so long ago. And today, meanwhile, this is still the week of my birthday when we're recording. Uh, I was babysitting this little girl that I've been babysitting for like three years. And so her mom gave me a little birthday gift. And inside it was a little cookie. And it says, you're freaking awesome. Oh. Freaking awesome. Freaking. It's real cute. It has like... um sprinkles that are confetti-ish on the cookie hopefully it tastes delicious freaking is so much larger than the other two words yeah it's like you are freaking awesome like if someone was just driving by they'd be like why does that cookie just yelling freaking at me yeah and she gave me a card too cheers to the freaking weekend cheers to the freaking weekend indeed sean and if you want to cheers us in particular you can follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We're getting rid of subscribe. Rate, review, follow. It's follow, yeah, because yeah, follow. people, when they hit subscribe, they think they got to pay money, but no. It's not how podcasts work, but now it's the follow, so it, it's just like many, many other things. Yeah, it's just like things. many, many other things. You just follow me. Uh-huh. Everything will be all right. You can also give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love seeing them. We saw a couple new ones trickle in, which is always exciting. We might have to do another review read before this show is up. Ooh. But in the meantime, hope you stay beautiful. And always stay parks and wrecked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio or listen to the next episode.